Welcome to Potline Bling, the podcast where we talk about cannabis, science, and cool things like that. I'm your host, JJ Coombs, and today I have the pleasure of introducing Alejandro Venegas. Alejandro is the CEO of Tarkus Pharma Lab. Tarkus Pharma Lab is a leader in cannabis and CBD extraction and formulation in Bogota, Colombia. Alejandro, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Uh, let's start about talking a little bit about Tarkus Pharma Labs, what you guys do, how it all started. Great. Thank you, JJ, for having me. Um, sure. Um, so we are a pharmaceutical lab, pharmaceutical grade lab in, in Colombia. We're on a free trade zone uh, north of Bogota. So we are very close to the airport. Um, we designed our lab uh, with the Part 111 on, on the, uh, of the FDA. So we over structure the lab uh, in terms of certifications because in, in the pharmaceutical industry, it's preferable to go more certified and then go down rather than start slow and, and short of certifications than trying to build on top of that. So that's what we did from scratch. Um, we did that uh, in about 18 months. We have GMP, uh, phytotherapeutic from Invima which is the agency in Colombia. And um, we just got it a few months ago. So we're, you know, up and running and ready to sell and ready to, you know, to, to send very high quality products on, on very good prices around the world. That's amazing. As, as we were talking a little bit earlier before we started the, the podcast, you know, uh, Colombia is, 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 is the land of opportunity right now in, in CBD and cannabis, it seems. I went down for a trade show not too long ago, and, and I feel like the industry in Colombia is kind of where the industry here in the States was 10 years ago. And I was doing a little little reading up on, on Tarkus Pharma Labs, and you know I, I noticed that you guys were, were one of the first people to get into this, correct? Yes, that is true. So we, we were one of the first ones, and we, from the scratch, focused on just one part of the of the value chain so there's a lot of people that are vertically integrated we believe that in the future you know uh, as the industry grows um, the more specialized is uh, the are the companies uh, the better for the industry so we build only the lab we don't grow we just we purchase the flower we do the transformation and then we create apis and the final products and then we sell it either in colombia or outside around the world, outside Colombia. So you talked about finally being at a point where you're about to launch your products and about to start selling, right? Yes. Yes. I noticed on your website that your 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 products are more tailored towards the pharmaceutical aspect. Yes. Correct. So are you guys doing distribution and sales through the pharmaceutical networks? where this is going to be sold in pharmacies and, and be, and, you know, being used as a prescription for, for certain therapeutic uh, areas and ailments? That's a very good question. So we are focused on the high um, regulated markets. So usually, you know, if you, if you think about it, so Europe, Australia, and Latin America, let's focus on Latin America so far uh, or for now, it, it, everything that is regulated tends to be pharma. So they, they, they're focusing on pharma, so high regulations. Um, so we created uh, and built our lab towards that regulations because we believe that, you know, this is, the, you know, th this industry 
it's not coming it's not going back so it's going only forward so uh, eventually every country in the world will regulate cannabis and the way they they feel safer regulating this cannabis is through the pharma because with that you have to do stabilities uh, dossiers uh, formulations preclinical studies phase one two or three of commercial studies so there's a lot, a lot of things that you need to be doing as a pharmaceutical company that you know it's it's much safer uh, in in, in the, on different ways to get uh, a patient to in, uh, to 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 consume to the product try your product basically yeah. to consume your product yeah thank you for that yeah so yeah so we are what we're doing is we are creating that product and uh, time to market is critical so we don't want to create the distribution channel from scratch you know because that takes a lot of time there's a lot of people who's very good at that who not necessarily are in the cannabis industry yet so we are finding those uh, those companies that already have access to 10 15,000 pharmacies and they have all the connections they have everything and then we can do a, a white label or we with our own brands we can distribute that through their channels so that way we can democratize cannabis uh, and and with that I, I mean to for a lot of people to have access to it and on a, an affordable price you know? of course of course so I, I love the approach that you guys took. I myself have a pharmaceutical background. I have a lab here in Florida as well. And you know the way that you set this up is perfect for exportation into other countries that aren't there yet. And yes. I saw that opportunity going down to Colombia. You know, and I think I think this is this is also you know why you picked to to build a lab in the free trade zone. Correct. Correct. So when we started, when we did it at first, it was crazy. Everybody was calling us crazy because the law wasn't there yet. And nobody knows, you know, and nobody knows when, you know, they're going to sign that uh, regulation. Uh, but we, we had the vision and we saw an opportunity and we believe that that was, you know, the, the path to pursue uh, to, through uh, uh, an opportunity like, like this. And then we build that in, in, in Tocancipa, which is where the free trade zone is. And uh, yeah, we're very happy with that. So it's it's complex uh, to be on a free trade zone, but it's an opportunity, like you like you mentioned, to distribute and to export around the world. It's a much better uh, in terms of tax, in terms of logistics, to actually get to whatever country you want to sell or whatever country you want to distribute your products. Yeah, I noticed I noticed uh, one or two other labs when I went down to Colombia that are in uh, Rio Negro, which is also a free trade zone, right? But it's right outside of Medellin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you're an accomplished entrepreneur. I, I took a little bit, uh, I read a little bit about your resume and everything you've done. What brought you into the cannabis industry? <laughs> That's a very good question. So it's very deep within me. Um, my my father has um, Parkinson's disease, and uh, my grandmother has Alzheimer's disease, and they live together. Uh, they're, they've been taken care uh, by my mom, and it it's a degenerative disease, very complicated for the patient and for the patient of the patient, which is the people who take care of them, which is my mom, and it's I've seen you know, from a, from a close perspective, uh, how complicated life can be for them and for my mom. And 
they already take a lot of pills, you know, that those pills have addiction and secondary effects. So that is very difficult for them to have a high quality of life. And for me, you know, to, cre to be able to create natural products so we can deliver wellness to people like my dad or my grandmother or even my mom, you know, for anxiety or sleep uh, disorders and all that, you know, that's for me fundamental to my motivation, my, my grit, my discipline on getting the best natural products out there so that people like them can benefit and then can increase the quality of life. And that it's a basic human uh, nature. It's a basic human nature, right? So it doesn't have to be like you grow old and then you suffer. Yeah. So that, that's why uh, I got into this business. Uh, that's, that's a great story. I, I've met a lot of people in the industry that, that have similar stories and, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's people like us and people like them, like you that, that are really pushing this industry forward and, and, you know, uh, making it less taboo and, and making product that is, um, that, that, that not only helps people, but, but making a, a high quality product that, uh, that's affordable also for people to take. Are you with, uh, with Tarkus, are you, are you exploring other kinds of cannabinoids? Because there, there are a lot of, uh, cannabinoids that have been popping up in the industry. Um, and, and they, they all have some, you know, pretty incredible therapeutic, um, properties. That is true. Yeah. So, so far, you know, the, the two basic and most important ones are CBD or the people, what the people know the most are CBD and THC, being mm -hmm. THC, the one that it's the psychoactive uh, cannabinoid, right. right? So we believe that um, the, the future of pharma, it's going to be towards THC. So uh, we are already working uh, with products with THC. Uh, the thing with the other cannabinoids like CBG, CBN, so the more clinical studies and the more studies uh, are out there because a lot of people are doing a lot of studies, no? So the more and more they are out there, the more people will trust, you know, cannabis uh, to be consumed. And the, the, the two most uh, cannabinoids studied are CBD and THC so far, you know? Mm -hmm. so, so those are the two that we're focused on. Uh, only with those two, there's a lot of, you know, months, if not say years, to work with you know absolutely absolutely yeah so here in 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 the industry you know what's been really exploding is are these other rare and minor cannabinoids but i agree with you the the most well-known ones are you know cbd and thc you know we have the most studies on it people definitely feel the most comfortable you know taking that and, um, you know, it's, it's definitely a good foundation that, that you're laying down over at Tarkis. Yeah. No, see, and, and, and there's a lot of education that needs to be done in Latin America because, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not trying only to, to take the illegal market, which is 90% of what everyone consumes today. We're also getting to patients like my dad and my grandmother who, mm -hmm. and they don't care if it's, if it's regulated, they just you know, see it as a, as a, as something that it's negative, that is not good. But if they, if they get educated, they understand that, you know, you, you only need one, two, 3% of THC, 4%, you know, to actually get the entourage effect. So it can actually help with your disease. 
uh, so the, and and they would actually you know be will be willing to try these products and if they come from the pharma industry another reg market then it's an it's it's another variable for them to trust even more because behind that are the studies that you, you just mentioned correct correct you know my, my grandfather also has parkinson's and i've i've given him cbd tinctures and it, it is incredible how well it works incredible yeah have you tried thc with him i have i have tried thc he was he was afraid afraid at okay. first you know but it's uh, you you explain hey look you you you're, you're taking it's a lower dose you're not going to feel anything and you know it's 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 you gotta you gotta you know just look with anything in medicine you, you know you have to outweigh the risks and the rewards yes. right and exactly. you know, i tell him hey look even if you feel a little a little dizzy or lightheaded it's it's going to help with with you know the shaking and and you being able to speak and and when he did it, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's really changed his life. It's, it's, yeah. and, and, and I think that's the exciting part about what we're doing and what you're doing yeah. over at Tark is, is being able to impact people's lives like that. Exactly. Exactly. Every time I see, uh, I, I listen to a story like that where people was um, reluctant to try it at first. And then someone they trust convinced them to do it and they tried it. It's a, it's a life-changing uh, uh, process, you know. They it, it's it's a whole new world for them. Yeah. And and that's that's you know I I I I work for that 120 hours a, a, a week for that. I don't care. Yeah. I'm I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you, man. So so let let's let's uh, let's go back to um, you know your your entrepreneurship and and a little bit about you. So okay. I read that you're you're part of a couple of different entrepreneurial organizations. Do you want to talk yes. to a little bit about that? Sure. So, so the first one I joined uh, about twelve years ago uh, it was ICE, um, which is an acronym for Emerging Young Entrepreneur Society. Um, it was uh, uh, founded in, in in Boston and headquartered in Europe. Um, so that at first changed my life in a way that you know when you have people like you that they're you know they're trying to change the world they're trying to create opportunities they're trying to create wealth and add value to the world and then you sit with them then you your mindset changes i remember you know before going to before before being part of that organization um and then when i when i first started going to events and meeting people uh i thought i was you know thinking big you know but once you talk to people like that and you you understand it well there, there's so much that, that i can do and then i said i decided that i will do you know because i can do it i will do it i have the fortune the fortune to 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 you know to be healthy and to to make these decisions to be in this world at this specific area i i'm gonna gonna do some change i'm gonna add value you know on, on a scale so so being part of that, I would recommend it to every entrepreneur because this is a lonely road, a ro a lo I would say lonely roller coaster. Yes. So, yes. so uh, it's not for everybody. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different uh, thing to, to, to go deep to. Um, but definitely, you know, has been very insightful for me. I have great friends from there. I have had uh, partners, business partners from there and um, that, you know, have been very successful to, to my life and to my, to my growth, basically. And therefore, to the growth and, and, and the value that I can add to the company and therefore to the, to the patients, no? which is the ultimate goal. 
And uh, the second one is called Entrepreneurs Organization, uh, uh, which is uh, a much bigger organization uh, around the world. They're about in 180 cities uh, around the world, and they have a chapter in uh, Colombia. And uh, I've been part of that for the past uh, 10, 10 years. And it's been life-changing as well, because locally speaking, you have, you have like a forum of friends who doesn't have any incentive uh, or hitting agenda because you, for, for you to be part of that forum, five or six people, you can't have any business that relates, right? So if I'm in cannabis, the other one is in advertising, the other one is in uh, food. And, and so, so when we talk, we can be open, you know, and we talk about the 5% that we don't share to anybody on, on three levels, family, business, and personal. And then with that, it's, it's, it's a space where us, us entrepreneurs are like, like crazy all the time, thinking of ideas, talking to different people. And with this, it's a, like a safe zone when you have very smart people besides you that can help you, you know, navigate the, this uh, roller coaster or, or this journey through those three variables that are, or three uh, different parts that I mentioned of family, uh, business, and personal, because we're humans. It's not only, it's not only a business. So we have a family and that we tend to forget when we're focused only in the business. And, you know, we, are, we, have a, we have our health that if I don't take care of my health, my mental, my physical health, my spiritual health, then I won't be a good entrepreneur. So there's, a, there's, there's so many things within that that this organization helps. And uh, it helps you have a network of people that you can help and that they can help. And that, for me, it's priceless, definitely. I would highly recommend it to everyone that wants to create a, a company to have some sort of um, communities like this because it's fundamental for our for our mental health. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, as as an entrepreneur, everything you said really just just hits home. You know, the the robo coaster, um, you know, the 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 late nights, you know, feeling lonely, being just just your life is just work and. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're making me want to join those organizations. You know, I, I think, I think as an entrepreneur, a lot of people just see the success, you know, the fact that, you know, you built the lab, that you have the business, but they don't see all the crazy stuff that we have to do, the crazy hours, you know, uh, putting the business in front of the family. You know, I think as, you know, in myself and my personal journey, you know, as, as my business has become more established and more successful, um, I, I've, I've had to be more disciplined. I've been trying to be more disciplined about, you know, taking care of myself, spending more time with my family. Um, I'm lucky enough to have such a, a really great support system around me. I work with my best friends. I work with my family. And, you know, people typically say don't work with friends or family. But for me, it's, it's worked out great. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's counterintuitive because now that you have done that, you probably are better as an entrepreneur. You make better decisions. And you're better on every 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 part of, of your of your of yourself, you know. Yeah. See, I would I would say that in my case, the only one that have seen those late nights and those crazy things that are, that happens to us when we start a company is my wife. And I would say that's yeah, very important who you marry to because Absolutely. you know that could be that could be uh, your 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 doom or your your how, do you, how would you say that that could be your yeah, yeah it could be your failure. Yeah, or your or, or your success. Or it could be your greatest advantage, your greatest success. Mm -hmm. And in my case, has been the latter. So you know, she's been very supportive. It's not easy to be the wife of an entrepreneur, 
I can <laughs> say that for sure. Uh, but you know, it's 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 rewarding to be honest. I wouldn't yeah. be here if I if it wasn't for her. You know, it's 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 a sacrifice that you take as a couple. It's not just us that are putting the time in. It's 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 you know the time that they're losing, not being with us, and and seeing the stress and not being present and all that. So it's yes. it's definitely definitely important. Um, I, I, I always tell my wife that, you know, she's the C she's the true CEO of my company. Cause she's the one that is always telling me what to do, what not to do, you know, what, you know, giving me the, the best advice really. And she's always right now. <laughs> yeah. Always, always. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> so let's, let's talk a little, a little more about, um, you know, what, what excites you the most about where the industry is heading and yes. tell me about where you see the industry in, in Colombia in the next five years. Okay, so I'll start with the second one. Um, we, we, we have a new presidency here in Colombia. Um, so I would, I would say that you know, within the next five years, it's going to be more regulated and in a way that more opportunities will come across in the cannabis industry in Colombia. There's a lot that we've been working on through our, our Asocolcana. Uh, and, you know, we've been working a lot with the government to actually create something that makes sense and it's state of the art and it's different and innovative uh, through, through Latin America, no? And uh, there, there's, there's that. And now the willingness from the government to actually, you know, pursue this and regulate it. So I think that there's going to be a lot of opportunity. That, that, that's, I would say, from Colombia. No? Colombia today is not a very big market today because of regulations that still needs to you know, happen. Like, for example, being able to sell gummies or OTC gummies or OTC uh, tinctures, uh, beverages, you know, non-alcoholic beverages, all that. So like in the U.S., only CBD, of course, um, or hemp. So, so that, you know, it's there, it will happen soon. Uh, there's a lot of people that believe that, you know, the rec market will be there in Colombia in the next five years. Um, that's, that's something that I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel, you know, comfortable, you know, putting here and saying, I believe it will be like that in the next five years, but there's a big opportunity for the rec market to, to be there. And if the rec market, uh, it's regulated then Colombia could be a very big opportunity, not only for us in Colombia, but, but for everyone around the world, you know. Um, and, and in the cannabis around the world, I would say that, you know, I've talked to different pharmaceutical companies and, and, and you, know, you know, companies that, um, that are very big that wants to enter the cannabis industry that, that are not there yet because, you know, it, because it's not federally uh, approved in the U.S. yet, there's big, big, you know, uh, investors around the world that, you know, are just waiting for that to happen. And um, when that happens, they're going to enter the market. They're going to they're going to enter by making acquisitions. And uh, that's how it's going to move fast. No? Well, before that happens, uh, the the future for us, uh, I would say, is uh, around pharma and around products that when a patient needs or has a pathology or, or, or a disease, you know, they, are, they're usually tend, they usually tend to go to a doctor for the doctor to prescribe. So we believe that through that channel, 
where we, we can have more secure products uh, and, uh, from a pharmaceutical standpoint. So the patients can really trust that and then purchase that. Naturally, naturally, there is a big demand for the rec market. Yeah. So in Germany, they just passed a law. Hopefully next year they, it will be you know, approved. They just passed a law for the rec market to be regulated. So there are a few countries around the world that will regulate it, regulate that. I would say that uh, not everyone around the world is still prepared for that yet. Uh, but there's a lot of markets in the next five years that will have the, the rec market regulated for sure. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting time to be part of the industry. Correct. On that, right? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Alejandro, we have to wrap up here, but I, uh, I just want to thank you for your time. Uh, thank you for joining Potline Bling. Uh, for you listeners out there that want to learn a little more about Tarkis, you can check them out at TarkisLab.com. Again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Alejandro. You can find all of our episodes on CannabisRadio.com. Please rate the show, like us, give us a five-star review, subscribe. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. We will talk to you next time. Thank you so much, guys. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.